ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. Well, hello. It is the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. Well, goddamn, pal. It's Tuesday, which means I need theme music. How's it going? I'm doing horrible. Thank you for asking. How you doing, boss? How was your work day? Uh, it's fucking too long. But other than yeah. that, we're good. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, I'm still dealing with the entire quitting smoking thing, so I'm not a happy camper. But we'll get by, right? How, how bad Bye. can it get, really? <laughs> well, you're having withdrawals, so uh, good luck with all that. Yeah, yeah, I am. And I'll be honest with you, it sucks. Um, I, I told my wife today, I go, in two weeks when I get this stupid idea to go buy some wax, remind me of today. Because <laughs> I don't want to go through this twice, obviously. So, yeah, so I, I'm not feeling great. I feel like I got the flu. My fucking hips still ache like a fucking son of a bitch. Uh, and I, you know, um, I, I did deadlifts. I only deadlift twice a week. Uh, I did deadlifts on Sunday and I didn't do them today for my workout. Cause you know, it's going to be, you know, cause you skip them. You only do them twice a week, as you mentioned. So it's been since Sunday, since I deadlifted and my, and my, uh, hips still fucking hurt. So in the interim, have you been like stretching them out and doing mobility work and things like that? Yes, yes, uh-huh. and, and also uh, certain sessions in the hot tub uh, to try to loosen them up. And and as, as silly as it sounds, rubbing my butt while I'm in the hot tub trying to get the uh, yeah muscles to loosen up and such. <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah. Oh, look, we have a new caller. Well, hello, Ark. What can we do for you today? Okay, well, that's something. <laughs> is, there, is there anything we can do for you, caller? Sometimes I think people call in just to see if I'm going to answer the phone or not. Oh, bye, caller. I think he was scared off by the White Claw. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I'm scared of the White Claw as it, as it is. <laughs> All righty. Now, where's my phone at? I think I got topics. I'll be honest with you. I've been so discombobulated today, I might have forgot to do some. Let me see what I got. Let's see. Go over to Fast Notepad. Uh, let's see. Shit. The only thing I have is for, is a topic we didn't get around to last week about losing your temper. So I have been derelict upon my duties. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to take, think of things to talk about though. He'll be okay. Right. Yes. Uh, Jeez, tenor, okay. tenor was good. Well, tenor was good enough to point out that I have all kinds of questions about the workout that you were kind enough to set up for me. For those that do not know, uh, big Dalton over there is a fairly accomplished uh, power lifter uh, who knows what he's talking about. And he's set up a workout program for me. Yeah, I don't necessarily know if I'm that great a power lifter. I just, I, I coach people well. Well, you've been doing it for quite a while, and you're, you're not exactly a small dude, so you're, most of your qualifications are fairly self-evident. Yeah, I suppose. All right, well, let me get here to the uh, actual uh, list here, and we'll see. Uh, I'll ask you some questions about what you set up for me. All right, here we go. Here it is. Nope, that's not it. Keep on going. Da, 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 da. Do, 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 do. You think I would have had the same thing all set up? Oh, there it is. Alrighty, looking at it. Um, Monday, squats, front squats, GHR or hamstring. Okay, I don't know what GHR or hamstring means. So it's glute ham race. I, I think the problem is, is you don't have anything that you could really do that with. Like, with you having such little equipment, you're going to have to really kind of wing it for some of these days, especially like squat day. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like you to actually be doing some real squats. So getting a barbell either on your back or doing front squats. 
uh, for like glute ham raise or hamstring, uh, you can do things like, uh, I think we have it another day here, but yeah, like you could do like a barbell hip thrust. Uh, you could do like a Zerker squat. Those you I know how like to do. Goblet yeah. squats, stuff those, like those that. Those I don't want to do. So I've done, I've did Zerker Zerker squats a couple times. So those are weird, but like I do, are I am familiar with them. Yeah. So the only difference between like so like a goblet squat, probably the easiest thing to do is just take like a forty-five pound plate, hold it in front of you, and while you're holding it out in front of you, you squat. Okay, that doesn't that doesn't seem uh, too scary because I like the idea of having the weight uh, like up against your chest instead of over your shoulders. That makes me feel like I can control it better. Well, so this will be different. So it won't be actually against your chest. Like your arms will be extended, but okay. But still, still, I do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that okay, that doesn't sound too bad. Uh, let's move on to Tuesday, where you have me doing wide bench, competition bench, DB rows, DB skull, skull crusher, and DB upright rows. A uh, wide bench, I assume, is just the normal bench press with a wider grip. Right. Competition comp bench is just a normal bench press, I assume. Right. So if you think about it, generally on an Olympic bar for like a wide grip bench, uh, you know where the little, uh, the smooth part of the knurling is? Yeah. Someone called it the power ring for some reason, but I, I know. Yeah. That's why I, that's why yeah, I use for my so, replacement. Yeah. So normally if you're doing like a competition bench, generally it's going to be like either your pinky or your ring finger on that. Mm-hmm. For a wide, you're going to want like your pointer finger, if not just slightly outside of that. So okay, it's not I, necessarily like super wide, but it's wider by, you know, two or three fingers. Okay. Yeah, I normally use my uh, ring finger for that. So I'll, I'll have to slide it out a little bit slightly past uh, the, the pointer finger, I would think. But that's yeah, but somewhere that, right in there. Again, it's, it's not, it doesn't have to be a huge difference, but you'll, you'll feel the difference. Okay. Okay. Uh, DB rows. I don't, what's the DB stand for? Dumbbell. Oh, dumbbell. That's stupid. Okay. So dumbbell rows uh, be like bent over rows. So similar to what I'm doing with a barbell, but with dumbbells instead. Yeah. So the good thing here is if you are doing the thing where for every bench set, you're alternating with a bench and then a bent over row, you can actually mm -hmm. just disregard that. Okay. So that's, that's, if you're not doing that, uh, dumbbell skull crusher. Um, I think I know what that is. Is that, is that, is that like a, uh, one where you're working your, um, uh, triceps for your triceps. Yep. Yeah. For your triceps where you're laying down. Um, you can do it with a barbell as well. You get a little bit better range of motion with a dumbbell, um, just because your grip isn't limiting you as much. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll have to look up the actual grip and positioning and, and how it moves on that. But I get an idea of what you're talking about. Oh, let's see. The next one is, and uh, what's an upright row? This, uh, so it, you'll probably just want to YouTube it. It's easier to look at it. Right. Uh, but literally, it's just like rowing the, the weight straight up. Like you're starting pretty much at your hips, and you're rowing it up towards your neck. Oh, okay, but, but with no bend or anything like that, huh? Right. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Wednesday, a lot of deadlifting. Regular deadlift, box deadlift, then a GHR hamstring, and leg press. Uh, deadlift, that's obviously not a problem. Oh, what's a box deadlift? So a box deadlift is essentially where you're going to either take like a box or um, you can even take like a flat bench. Just anything, you're basically going to put your calves up against it mm -hmm. and you're going to kind of put pressure backwards. So you keep a uh, vertical shin when you're doing deadlift. Now on this deadlift, you can't use a hex bar. 
you're going to be using an actual Olympic bar. Okay. Um, so obviously you're going to use quite a bit less weight, uh, but really it's it's to target your hamstrings. Mm, okay. So by keeping that vertical shin angle and kind of you know poking your butt backwards um, with that when you're doing the actual deadlift, you're going to, again, target the hamstrings. And with everything else, any of these that you haven't done before, watch some YouTube videos first mm-hmm. okay, um, just to get a feel for for what it should look like and what you should be trying to feel. Okay. Now, Thursday is a rest day, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, Friday, squats, leg press, BB, hip thrust, and three-inch block pull. Um, I can't do a leg press because I don't have the equipment for it. Um, well, yeah, we could have talked about that on Wednesday there, too. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I actually talked with Tenor about this, too, because he doesn't have a leg press. And when I'm lifting at home, I don't either. Uh, so one of the things I'll generally uh, put in there is a box squat. Okay, so because it, it accomplishes a lot of the same thing. Uh, it it accomplishes some of the same thing. Um, really, the leg press is, I mean, it's good. It's not great. Uh, it's really just kind of in there just to get some extra volume. Right, uh, so right. Doing a box squat, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to do just as good for you. Okay, BB, I assume, stands for barbell. Barbell yep. hip thrust, that I I think I know what that is just from the description of it, but you know, maybe enlighten me just in case. Yeah. So basically you're going to set your back on a uh, flat bench. You're basically going to be kind of laying there. Your back's going to be on kind of the, the edge of the bar of the flat, flat bench. Uh, Your feet are going to be on the floor and then you're going to be resting a barbell um, across your hips. Mm Mm-hmm obviously get whatever weight you need for it. And then literally is it's a hip thrust. Your ass is on the floor. Then you bring your ass up, you bridge up. Okay. So yeah, that's exactly what it sounded like. Um, and the three inch block pull, uh, that one, I have no clue at all. So that is a deadlift. Um, only you're going to have a three inch block, um, under the weights. Oh, just to so, make it a little bit easier. Right. You're going to start higher. The thing with you, though, so when you do, you do mainly hex bar deadlifts, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing that, are you using the handles that are sticking up, or are you doing the ones that are even with the barbell? It depends. Right now, because I have so little weight on there, and I don't have my huge, uh, um, I have a, a couple 25-pound weights for uh, uh, both of my sets of Olympic bars and for the hex bar that are gigantic, huge ones. They look like 45-pounders. Like they're like they're like rubber. They're, I think they're made so that you can drop the bar. They're bumper that. plates. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so when I'm using that, I have been using the the uh, flat thing because it because it raises them up the ground a fair amount. Now now I have so little weight on there that you know it's almost flat to the ground. So I've been using the raised part. Yeah. So what you're going to want to be doing is first of all get some actual weight on the goddamn bar. Um, but you. I know it's embarrassing use... how little it is on there right now. So if you think about it, like a three-inch block pull, if you're using the raised handles, you want to take that measurement into account. Mm-hmm. So that that handle is generally like a couple inches in itself. Yes, it is. So mm-hmm. if you're going to use those handles, you really only need to raise the weight by an inch then. Okay, okay. That makes sense. And let's and then moving on to Saturday, it's CG bench, incline bench, DB files, well, flies, excuse me, and DB curls. Um CG bench, how is, is that the comp- comp- competitive bench again, just a regular one? No, that's close grip. Oh, okay, I've never did that. 
Uh, so just a slightly yeah. close, slightly closer grip, I imagine. Right. It's the same thing as you're thinking about like the wide grip in the in the closed grip. It's just again instead of going out a couple of fingers, go in a couple of fingers. Okay. Uh, let's see. Incline like your bench. Dad taught you. <laughs> Incline bench. That one kind of scares me. Um, maybe not logically. But I started doing those a couple of years ago because I noticed that the upper part of my chest was very flat compared to the bottom part of my chest. And reading up on it, inclined benches was what fixes that. And I did them for a while, and it was cool and stuff. But around that time is when I got a hernia. I don't know if I got a hernia around then or if it just kicked off around then and started hurting me. Or it might have nothing to do with the inclined benches at all. It probably doesn't. But it, that is a slight concern of mine. Is that is an inclined bench the sort of thing that can hurt you, in the, like in the laurel green groin area? You wouldn't think so, but... No, it sounds like just you're bracing, like you've never really built up your core. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, you okay. need to work on that. Okay, so inclined benches are not something to be scared of. Okay. Oh, God, no. All right, now dumbbell flies. Is that the one where you just uh, hold it down to your side and pull it straight up uh, to your side? I have no idea what you're talking about. When I'm talking about for dumbbell flies, mm -hmm. um, you're going to just lay flat on the bench. Mm -hmm. um, you start with, uh, with the dumbbells like uh, extended out, mm -hmm. pressed together, and then just think of like just pulling your arms apart as far as they go. Like think of stretching, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like that is a fly. Oh, okay. Okay. And then the DB curls is just like regular curls. Yeah, it's just the bullshit curls to just add a little bit of volume. Right. Okay. Well, none of that sounds totally impossible. I mean, obviously, that's a lot more than I'm used to doing. Uh, we've talked about my workouts before, and they're quite a bit uh, less intense than that. But I'll be honest with you. The part that concerns me the most is the diet part. Um, not that I don't want to do it. Some parts of it doesn't sound like it's going to be feasible once I go back to work. Uh, so, obviously, I think I'll have to do some modifications. Um, looking at your diet guidelines, uh, one, eat real fucking food. That makes sense. <laughs> salt, all of your meals, pink Himalaya sea salt. Um, really? Is that, uh, is that because I'm going to be, uh, um, going through uh, a lot of salt working out and sweating and stuff? Yeah. Like for the most part, like, I don't know why everybody's against salt. Like sodium's very important. Uh, by doing the, the Himalayan sea salt, you're going to get some other minerals in there. You're going to get some of your iodine. People are definitely deficient on that as well. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's the better salt and you should be salting all your meals to make sure you get enough because if you're working out the right way, you're sweating out way too much salt and you're not going to be getting it elsewhere. Okay. Number three, four ounces of cranberry juice twice a day, never after four o'clock. Needs to be unsweetened and not from concentrate. That's not a problem. <laughs> I don't, I can, you know, do I, do I have to drink it in four ounces? Can I drink all 12 at once? <laughs> I mean, all eight at once. <laughs> No, you should do it twice, just four okay. ounces at a time. Okay. The take a 10-minute walk after each meal. Well, obviously, at work, that's just impossible. I can't do that. Um, on my days off, I don't mind doing that, though. Um, yeah, so whenever you're not at work, do that. Like, it's best if you can do that. So, mm -hmm. like, I don't know when you're at work if you ever have, like, things you need to move around for somewhat. Unfortunately, like, no. I mean, yes, no. I mean, I'm up and down from my desk, but when I'm when I say I'm up and down, I'm up to the other side of my office to grab something, and then back down again. So I'm 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 up and down on my desk constantly at work, but I'm never really going anyplace. Well, goddamn. So okay, so that one's kind of out, but anytime you can do that. Right. Uh, let's see. Number five: eat two oranges and one carrot per day. Um, 
not a big fan of any of those, but I don't hate any of them. So that's not really a problem. Um, number six, drink the following as a post-workout drink. 25 grams of fructose, 50 grams of dextrose, 60 to 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 100 milligrams of caffeine. Do not consume proteins or fats with this post-workout carbohydrate drink. It slows absorption. Eat a regular meal 30 minutes to an hour later. Um, I don't have any problem with doing that drink as a post-workout drink. Um, the, the, I'm, I'm just trying, okay, actually let's do this. Let me tell you um, what my normal day is at work as far as like timing goes. And see, then we'll see how we can work this around all this. Um, I normally get up at five o'clock, um, go use the restroom, brush my teeth, shave. And then, uh, that takes me till uh, about five 30, uh, five 30 to six 30. I'm working out and that, that's my scheduled workout time. Um, once I finish working out, I go take a shower. Uh, when I get out of the shower, I, I used to make a protein drink. Uh, we're going to get away from that now. And that was pretty much my breakfast. I'd have a, bro a protein drink uh, at, before I left, leave my house, get to work, um, grab like a bagel um, and eat half of it. I mean, bagels aren't too horrible, uh, good for you. So that's all normally eat half of one. Uh, then, oh, right around nine o'clock, I'll make some oatmeal and have a banana. So a banana and oatmeal around nine o'clock. Then, uh, and that's also when I get a break. So that's when I do that. Uh, normally I can't eat food at my desk, so I have to take breaks if I want to eat something. Uh, 11 o'clock is lunch. And you guys know the crap that I get served for lunch. Uh, some of it's pretty good, but rarely is any of it very healthy. Um, then around one or two o'clock, I'll normally, uh, eat a snack of some sort. Um, it was, it was protein bars or granola bar. I'm thinking we try to find something a little bit healthier, uh, get off work. And now this is during my normal eight hour work schedule. Uh, if during the, the, uh, summer season, I could be there way longer. Uh, like for instance, there's part, part of the year where I don't go to work at eight o'clock. I go to work at six o'clock and I work six to six. Um, but this is, we're just talking on the normal non busy day. So I'll get, I'll get off work at four o'clock, get home four forty-five or so. Um, normally I'd throw in like a French bread pizza for dinner. <laughs> like I said, I don't eat terribly healthy. And then around seven o'clock or so I'd have a snack and be ready for bed by eight thirty or nine o'clock. So that's, yeah, that's my normal ready. eating schedule. Yeah. So basically you're going to throw all that out. Yep. <laughs> you're going to get up, you're going to work out. Immediately after working out, you're going to drink that mix of stuff. Then you're going to hop in the shower. You're going to go to work. Then you're going to eat the first of your meals the second you get to work. So even before you like go in or whatever you have to do. And then basically every time that you were talking about how you ate a meal or had a snack, mm -hmm. you eat that meal again. Right. You're you just prep it. off like four or five of them for the day and go with that. Okay, yeah, yeah, because now we're now we're looking at uh, number seven, which is twelve ounces of red meat, uh, one cup of rice, one cup of chicken stock, and veggies. Eat this every three hours to start out. Yeah, I can't, uh, I won't be able to do that obviously with my work schedule. Um, well, it sounded just about like that. It sounded like you could grab a snack every couple hours, and you also had like a a meal in there sometime as well. Yeah, 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 but I. <laughs> I, you get to remember, I only get 15 minutes. I normally have to run to use the restroom or something like that. So I literally have like five or 10 minutes on my breaks. I can't eat 12 ounces of red meat, a cup of rice, a cup of chicken stock, and some veggies in 10 minutes, dude. <laughs> yes, you can. Try harder. I'll give it my best shot. But that's one of the things that it concerns me. I'm, and, and just in general, I'm such a light eater that you know people talk about diet being hard and it's hard to be hungry and things like that. Um, and I'm not going to say 
my problem is in the same class as that, obviously, but it is hard to eat more than you want to, you know, it's, uh, it, once you get full to keep shoving stuff in when you physically do not want to eat anymore, is not as easy as people make it out to be. So let's put it this way. Do you want to be a Skeletor looking motherfucker or do you want to put on some mass? Oh, so like dude, good lean mass. Well, we know the answer to that. We wouldn't be having this conversation either. Well, uh, and, I, and I'm trying not to be pessimistic to about it. Oh, yeah. And I'm try not trying not to be pessimistic. I was just point pointing out the things that I think I might have an issue with going forward so that we can deal with them. And they will be dealt with because I don't want to be a skinny guy anymore. I want to be a big, beefy, rough guy. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That voice never again. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. And nine sleep, do what you have to, to get eight hours of sleep. Yeah. We've had that conversation before. I definitely am all for that. Um, <laughs> so, okay. It doesn't sound totally undoable. No. no, it's, it's not that hard. And as long as, as long as you're a person that like is okay with repetition, like you're okay, essentially being on the same schedule every day, eating the same shit every day. Like this yeah. is super easy. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm all about that. I get made fun of that all the time. You know, I'll have the same fucking meal four or five days in a row if I like it. <laughs> yeah. And like that stuff. So like number seven there, like that's going to taste good. Like it's a good meal, like kind of hard to get sick of it unless you are one of those people that gets bored super easy. Yeah. Yeah. Even no, beyond that, like, once or twice a week, if you still want to eat what work has, like if something just looks really fucking good, just eat it. Like we're not worried about being 100% dialed in with you because you just need to put on some weight. But as much as you can, you need to try to stick to this. Right, as far right. as number seven there. The rest of it, like there's no excuse not to do the rest of this. Like salting everything, getting the cranberry juice, doing the post-workout. Like there's no excuse not to hit those things. Yeah, yeah. And looking at the uh, chat box. Uh, oh, by the God damn, I forgot to say hello to the OG army. Hi, guys. I am derelict on my duties. I apologize. Uh, Sly Dog was mentioning my biggest obstacle is going to be the food prep. It will be, but I did do that at one point. Uh, at one point, I was trying to eat super duper healthy, and I did that for about a year or two. And I do things like buy a whole bunch of chicken and, and cook it all on my day off and just throw it in the refrigerator. And then when I would get home, I would grab like a chicken breast and some salad. Um, I wasn't trying to gain mass. I was just trying to eat healthy because I figured if you're exercising and not eating healthy, you're kind of wasting your time. Yeah. So one thing with that, you could definitely do that with the meat. You can do that with the vegetables even. Uh, don't pre-make a bunch of rice because reheating rice is not a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And and even back then, I would uh, go um, slightly uh, lazy. I know, big surprise. Uh, so I would cook up all the chicken, but I would just buy like those minute instant rices that come in cups. Yeah, you know, like the brown rice, the brown and wild rice, and just cook that up you know, in the microwave for a minute while me uh, to go with the chicken. So another thing I didn't put in here, um, if you're going to eat rice, eat white rice, white jasmine rice. Really? I, I was always under the impression that brown rice was healthier for you. No, you're wrong. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not wrong. Somebody told me the wrong information. I didn't just get up one morning and decided, yes, brown rice is better than white rice. <laughs> so technically, I'm not wrong. Okay, so whoever you were listening to was wrong. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, Team Evil Bad Guy is mentioning tuna fish. I hate tuna fish. I um, if you if you mix enough, like uh, we have apparently we have really really good tuna fish at work. My wife's a huge fan of it. She likes tuna fish. She says it's some of the best tuna fish she's ever had. I don't like it. 
I can, when I was trying to eat healthy, I would eat it quite a bit. What I do is, because uh, we had it every Friday at, at lunch for, uh, at work, we have something called Deli Day. Uh, on Fridays, they bring down a whole bunch of different lunch meats and breads and different things so you can make sandwiches instead of uh, what we normally have. So uh, the only time I could be able to eat the tuna fish is if I mix it with coleslaw, of all things, just to, to cut the taste some. Yeah, I've, I've never been like a tuna fish person either. Like, it's just not my, well, I'm not a, not a seafood person, period. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. I don't like fish. My, my wife bought a whole bunch of different fish and put it in the freezer when we when, when she went on her quarantine shopping because she couldn't find any meat. And I was like, well, I hope you enjoy that stuff because I'm not a fish person. Uh, I, it's not so much to taste. Uh, I, th- I got kind of got a phobia about bones in them. I, I almost choked to death on a fish bone when I was a kid, and they kind of scare me now. Is that possible? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, it was. It wasn't a, a, a fish from a store. I, I assume my dad did a lot of fishing, um, so it was probably something he caught. Although it could have been from a store. Yeah, it, yeah, uh, yeah. It wasn't fun. <laughs> I mean, I probably didn't choke, almost choke to death, but that's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought fish bones weren't, you know, enough of an issue to to be able to choke someone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure if I was actually choking to death, but it wasn't a pleasant experience. And since then, I've been kind of uh, against uh, fish. No, that works. Like, what I put in there doesn't really call for fish. Um, you can substitute, like, some salmon or something a couple times a week if you want to, but, yeah, otherwise, red meat, you're fine. And by and red I... meat, I'm talking mainly, like, beef, bison, like, some of the gamier meats as well, like, if you, you know... Like if you like elk or like venison, like that sort of stuff's fine. Um, mm. But just kind of keep it in that in that family. Mm. Yeah, uh, that is one of the few options that uh, I have at work. Uh, they serve buffalo burgers there. Um, I don't get to order off the menu that often, but what I do, I like to order those because they're fucking good. I didn't think buffalo would be good. It's a, it's slightly different than beef, but it's not different enough to bother me. It's just a leaner version of beef, is all it is. Yeah, yeah. They, they I, was the problem. I think they had with it that they tend to want to fall apart because it doesn't have as, as much fat in it. Was that? I think that could be part of it. Also, just if they're not cooking it correctly, because it's so easy to overcook with it being so lean. Mm, right, right, right. Yeah, um, we started serving them about uh, I want to say seven or eight years ago. One of the doctors requested it, and we try to, you know, obviously uh, fulfill our members' requests when we can. Yeah. yeah, so if if you ever do that, like, yeah, just get a, a bison burger. Don't do the bun. Just grab some, like, veggies and some rice. Or, like, you can always also substitute, like, a sweet potato instead of the rice if you want to. Like, all that stuff's fine. Yeah, I don't like sweet potato. Um, it, it, it's, And I guess it's, I don't like sweet foods as a meal. Just It just it doesn't, it shouldn't taste like that. <laughs> all right, well, then rice it is. Yes, rice it is. Yay. I can always handle some rice. Uh, let's see. Let me go back to there. I think we pretty much covered everything, didn't we? Yeah, I think the only thing you didn't touch is number eight, and that's just a breakfast thing. If you want something slightly different for breakfast, like that would be something that would work. Right, right, um, yeah. Yeah, and, I, since I, and to me, I'm not a big fan of breakfast food, so I don't mind eating like you know, meat in the morning or you know, a, a dinner in the morning because I'm not a big fan of breakfast for dinner. So, but the reverse holds true. Well, there you go. Seven all day. Dude, I am so fucking spacey today. I can tell. <laughs> you guys must be having a party on the fucking chat box. I haven't been able to read it all, all, all that much. But I feel like I'm not doing a good show today. <laughs> but that's okay. Well, we're just getting your prep for next week. So you're going through withdrawal this week. And then yeah. starting Monday, 
that your entire world's going to change. Yeah. God, I feel like I, I'm now I'm starting to feel all sweaty and stuff. <laughs> like I'm overheating. Oh, no, it's horrible. <laughs> okay. 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 But enough of that. Uh, okay. So that's good. Uh, what do you want to talk about now? Uh, I have exactly one topic for today. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some call-ins. Uh, so what I, have talk, what I have to talk about is losing your temper. You want to talk about that or you got your own uh, topic? God damn, these dogs I mean, stay. you... You can definitely go for it. I, I never actually lose my temper, so you know. Uh, well, um, I do lose my temper occasionally. I try not to, because um, I'm one of those people that when I lose my temper, I I'm stupid. Uh, so it's and it's embarrassing for me a lot of times. So people think that I'm pr a pretty passive person, and for the most part, I am. But part of it is not letting myself get worked up about things because if I do lose my temper, it's fucking dumb. Um, for a good example, uh, and I've told this story on the OG before. A couple of years ago, I uh, was at work, and it was lunchtime. And at lunchtime, for our employee meal, everyone gets in line, uh, and there's like this big, uh, there's these big troughs uh, that have heaters underneath them, and they just put big trays of food. People file by, they grab their food, and then right next to the, to the food is a pop machine. So you grab your food. You go over to the pop machine, you reach over to the left of the pop machine, you grab a cup and you fill up your pop and you go sit down and eat your food. Um, there are several of our employees that had a bad habit of cutting in line. I never said much because they're kitchen employees. Uh, they're the ones that are making the food. So if they want to step in line, you know, in front of me, whatever, uh, several, several people have made comments about it, but no one has, you know, really did anything about it until one day <laughs> I was, a. Uh, uh, I don't know. I must have been in a bad mood or something because this is a surprising for me. Uh, I was in line getting my food. So just waiting, waiting, waiting. Now, then, you know, we're getting closer to the pop machine. The guy in front of me now is filling up his pop while he's talking to this dude who's, you know, so, um, which is fine. The guy finishes filling up his pop. I reach over to grab a cup and this guy snakes his arm underneath my left arm, underneath my armpit and starts filling up his pop. I look at him and I'm like, dude, I'm right fucking here. He just smiles at me. I'm like, dude, it's this isn't funny. And he, he just smiles at me again. So I, I, I lost it. I knocked the pop out of his hand. I was like, is it fucking funny now? And filled up my pop and walked away. And I felt like such an asshole, dude. It was, you know, not only was it the wrong thing to do, it made me look like a fucking idiot. And that's exactly what I'm talking about when I say losing your temper is you know, embarrassing sometimes. Well, yeah, and you were a complete asshole there. I mean, you called the soda pop. <laughs> I'm glad that's what you decided to focus on. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 so it's it's understandable with you because you have the whole, like, weird thing about people, you know, going into your social bubble. Yeah, yeah. So it, I that understand was, why you would take it and be pissed off, where most people would just be like, eh, "Okay, whatever." That that was part of it, and just the part of it that he, you know, that he thought that I don't know. It just felt so disrespectful. It's like, dude, there's a line for a reason. I'm standing right here. If I would, if I was a two feet away, and you thought you could get your pop without, you know, I'm I'm a big uh, believer in not affecting other people's lives. I spend my entire life trying to make sure that I don't affect other people. Um, so it really annoys me when somebody doesn't return the courtesy to me, just fucking, uh, you know, I don't know. And like I said, it was dumb. I should have never done anything, uh, said anything much less slap the pop out of his hand. Uh, although apparently most of the break room thought it was really fucking funny. <laughs> um, 
So I don't know. You know, I, uh, and I don't like that part of me. I, mean, I feel like uh, I'm out of control. Um, losing my temper has almost got my ass kicked a couple times uh, in like various parking lot incidents and things like that. Someone, you know, saying something to me where I should have just went, okay. And, but it, it just triggered something in me. And I told you a story about getting out you know, at that pizza place and yelling at that one guy who probably could have kicked my ass. Um, and it's happened like at least two other occasions in parking lots. <laughs> Yeah, well, I remember. It sounds like you need to avoid parking lots, sir. I do. I remember one time pulling into a Myers. I was driving a Fiat 500 Abarth, which is a little tiny car. It makes my current car look huge. Um, so I pull into the parking lot and into my spot. And just as I'm pulling into the spot, some guy goes carting crossways through parking lots, you know, the parking spots. Instead of going down the aisle, he cuts crossways and comes like an inch and a half from my bumper because he cuts through the spot that I'm pulling into. Right. So I honk my horn at him. He slams on the brakes uh, um, and rolls down his window and, you know, and says, what the fuck, motherfucker? And what I should have said, I should have said nothing. <laughs> Instead, I was like, you know, he was like, what the fuck, motherfucker? Why are you honking at me? I go, because that's how you fucking cause accidents. You know, and, and, and he said, you know, we want to fucking do something about it. And I should have said nothing. What I said, what I said was, yes, I do. And got out of my car. And luckily for me, it was uh, late fall and I was wearing a big fucking trench coat because if he was seen what I actually look like, he probably would have got out of the car and kicked my ass. <laughs> but, well, he probably but, stayed in the car laughing hysterically because it looked like a clown getting out of a clown car. Yeah, yeah I assume he thought it was someone like, like 13 feet tall getting out of a Fiat. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that's probably what it looked like too. Yeah. So, you know, and it, so all he said to me was like, uh, nice car, pussy, and drives away. I'm like, yeah, you're the one driving away, pussy. <laughs> well, it's probably a good thing that he drove away. <laughs> Sorry, I've got him 1 0 in that, uh, that roast challenge <laughs> and stuff like that. That's why I don't like losing my temper because very rarely have I looked back at it and went, yeah, that was the right thing to do. You know, sometimes it's a self respect thing, though. Um, I do feel like you could a person can only be pushed so far before they have to do something. Otherwise, they can't respect themselves anymore. Well, and apparently you can go quite a ways on that. Because, I mean, look at you. <laughs> I know. But what are you going to do? Okay, that's all I got about uh, um, losing my temper. Uh, anyone else want to call in and talk about it? No? Yeah, wanna... their... no I one's don't calling... think I've ever really lost my temper. I did make really? someone cry I... in a road rage incident. That was fun. Well, well, there you go. You tell that story while I'm while I'm going to quickly take off the sweater because I'm about to die. What the fuck? We got PJ stripping over here. That's that's great. But yeah, so this was uh this was midwinter. Uh, I think this was actually when I was living in Colorado. But some asshole, I was going to exit off the highway, and this asshole was about to miss his exit. So of course he just comes screaming in front of me. So I have to slam on the brakes. I end up halfway in the ditch. He ends up in the ditch. Uh, so, of course, I, you know, park the car, get out of the car, kind of waltz right up to, to his window, knock on his window, have him roll down the window. And I do the nice thing first. I'm like, hey, are you okay? And he looks at me. He's like, yeah, I'm okay. And then I just go on just the expletive, you know, written rant for probably five, ten minutes on the guy. I think he just sensed that I was about to pull him out of the window because at about that time, he just starts blurting out, crying, saying he's so sorry. And at that point, I just felt bad about myself. So I just got in my car and, and left. So I think his tactic worked. I think I was honey dicked. 
<laughs> okay, so while while so you do have a little inkling of how I feel about losing my temper because because you felt bad afterwards. Well, I only I only felt bad because he was crying like a little girl. Like it seemed like he may have wet himself. <laughs> but I mean, I had every right to be pissed off. The asshole ran me off the road. Like, oh no, no, yeah, definitely. You you were definitely in the right in being upset about it. I mean, he could have killed I, you. I could have spilled my white claw <laughs> if that would have happened. I would have pulled that fucker out, and he would have been. You know, in the ditch forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, as we have mentioned, losing your temper is not fun. Uh, I am completely out of topic. So, we're going to do what we always do when we're running out of things to talk about. Let's go to the OG. Let's see. Carl well, Blow. We can, we can talk about the OG. So how about how about your new base there, fella? <laughs> yes, I got myself a new base. Um, I decided to actually follow the OG's advice for once. Uh, everyone kept on telling me uh, I wanted to get I wanted to get a new base because my old base is not working too well. Um, and it's I don't like the way it sounds, and I miss my old base. So I went on the OG to ask for advice for a, a cheap base in a different style. And Pretty much everyone told me that if I was going to get a base, I should buy a nice one and not waste any money on a cheap one again. And I was like, I don't really want to drop that kind of money right now. Yeah, uh, they said, oh, you can get no interest payment plans. And they were right. And they were very reasonable. Uh, so I went ahead and did that. Um, it's a uh, Sterling uh, uh, Sterling by Music Man Ray 34HH. Uh, it's a very nice base. I'm, I'm very really happy with it. I've got to play with it a little bit today. God damn, it sounds amazing. It looks beautiful. It's got this roasted maple neck and fretboard that's just a beauty. Awesome. So, yeah. so you got like the absolute Cadillac of the sloth of music instruments. <laughs> no, no, no. As far as price goes, there are way more expensive. This this is actually the uh, uh, the cheap version of a, of a, something called a Music Man Stingray. Um, this one uses a lot of the same parts, but it's built in Indonesia. What what they actually do is they take the parts, they ship them to Indonesia, they put it together in Indonesia, they ship it back to the Music Man factory, they inspect it, and then sell it. So it's a uh, tenor. Save us. Yeah, tenor. Save you've been here for a while. <laughs> Come on, talk, buddy. Uh, you fucking. I, I wasn't gonna interrupt, man. I mean, that's Grad's oh. job. He wanted to call in. He can fucking interrupt all goddamn day. <laughs> How you doing, tenor? <laughs> I'm freaking living the dream, man. I'm just leaving work. I actually got out a little early, so I'm calling. I'm driving, so you guys know my connection might get spotty somewhere. That's fine, man. So you got any stories about losing your temper? Oh, Jesus Christ. Have you heard me talk? Can't you? I mean, <laughs> just just, just the way I fucking enunciate most of my words, can't you tell that I, my blood pressure runs like 210 over 130 most of the time? Yeah, I figured you might have a story or two. Um, hold on. Let me, uh, I got a text coming in. That's why you hear the phone vibrating. That's why I put it next to my balls. Um, oh, that was the phone. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the phone hold, vibrating. Hold, hold, hold up a second, second tenor. We've got a call coming in. Oh, oh good goddamn. It's shit. Uncle Canada. Uncle Canada. What's up, oh. boys? What's up, boys? What's up, boys? Well, my work here is done. I can All go right, ahead tenor. and take a nap. <laughs> well, What's well, up, Brad? Nothing much. Hey, PJ, put us to sleep with fucking the, uh, the shit you were talking about last half hour or so. Anyways, that was uh, my yeah, fault. No, I know. Listen, uh, so Tenor, you gonna, uh, what's the story, man? Like you're, you're going to tell us about oh, uh, Jesus. I, I don't have a particular story. My whole life is one big fucking temper tantrum. 
I, I <laughs> that's just how I fucking go through life. But you'll hear something interesting about me, and and, and most guys, especially guys that hate cops, are gonna be like, oh, that's I knew he was a fucking asshole. No, I am really, really good at compartmentalizing my temper. So when I'm when I'm dealing with with Joe Citizen. Uh, I, I expect that they're going to hate me and I'm okay with that. You know, my expectation is very low. Uh, you know, I'm dealing with people at, at the worst, the worst moments in their life usually. So I expect that there's going to be some issues. There might be some confrontations and I'm really, really good at using that verbal judo and talking my way through stuff. Um, very, very, very rarely do I have to use the use of forces. My temper is, is more when my expectation of somebody or something is much higher than I receive, then I absolutely lose my fucking mind. Yeah, I can understand that. I have, I have that problem as well. How about you, uh, Uncle Canada? You ever lose your temper and, and were embarrassed about it later? Uh, Whiz Canadian, yeah, well, they always say sorry afterwards. No, nah, this is, well, fucking over 20 years ago. Yeah, being stupid and dumb, like... Uh, uh, you have bars over a female, this or that. Not not over the last 10, 15 years being a father or that, but I don't really have any crazy stories. I'm kind of a type A personality as well. But again, when you have kids, you kind of calm down with, with that, right? So, uh, no, I'm kind of just living the fucking boring dream of, you know, as an, uh, as an engineer, just fucking doing my fucking time uh, at work. And uh, yeah, no, nothing, nothing crazy, no. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, that's something hey, I was going to ask. Hey, Ryan, just a quick question, though. Okay, so I apologize. I missed the uh, diet part. So, like, uh, you're, you emphasize red meat, but, I, again, I'm not sure, PJ, what your budget is, but the reason why I brought up uh, canned tuna, man, is fucking best bang for the buck for protein content. I know tuna is a strong-smelling type of food. They throw some mayo in there. It's a little bit of olive oil, dude. It's fucking great for you. It's got the omega threes and sixes, and it's really good for you protein-wise too. So, oh yeah, yeah. Tuna is a really healthy meal. It's just you know kind of hard for me to get it down. But once again, my entire goal is to get food in me, not enjoy it. So I'll do what I have well, to do. And so the the other thing with the bread meat, as opposed to doing like fish or chicken or turkey or anything like that, is everything else that you're going to get there. You're going to get a higher fat content, which you're going to need. Um, you're going to get a little bit different, like nutrient profile. It's more kind of along the lines of what we want to do with you, as far as like actually pack on some lean muscle and maybe get you to grow grow a trap, maybe even two. Oh my! Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's I see. Uh, Tenor. No, so yeah, Tenor and, uh, and Rye, you guys are both, uh, you guys were both power lifters or you guys just uh, lift heavy or what? Uh, yeah, I, I've never competed in powerlifting. I've, I've, I've lifted heavy most of my life, but I've, I've never competed. Um, too many injuries to, to really fucking get crazy with it. But I, I do lift heavier probably than, than than most recreational lifters i would imagine yeah, yeah so that right? I, I just lift heavy yeah. and then i also coach power lifters so instead of actually going and doing meets and blowing out my asshole like i just uh lift super heavy and then tell other people how they need to lift super heavy to to win <laughs> yeah the reason you guys are kind of short shorter guys in stature myself i'm six four what uh pj you're a six seven right a little over. I've, I've been told I'm 6'8", but I think I'm 6'7". 
so you gotta watch you gotta, you gotta watch your lower especially with your age you gotta watch your lower back initially you don't want to blow your lower back with fucking heavy uh lifting of that too uh, right so yeah yeah it's but, definitely gonna be a gradual it. process been there done that yeah uh, i think we've all fucked up our back at some point yeah yeah, yeah even typically me. when you're taller obviously right it, yeah yeah and i was, I I was just gonna say when you're taller the odds are fucking up your back even more doing squats or even deadlifts and all that shit too, right so yeah, 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 and that's true. And I and I have messed up my back. The, the only time I've ever hurt my back, I haven't done it really bad. Uh, I have a spot that gives me problems all the time. But the only time I've ever actually hurt myself lifting was doing a bent over row uh, on the very last lift. And of course, it's always the last lift. Um, as I was pulling up, I got a really bad twinge in my lower back. And it, I mean, yeah. it wasn't permanent. It lasted for a week or two, and I was fine. But it did did tell me that I need to be careful in my form there. Yeah, I like to do bent over rows actually. Um facing uh an incline bench so i'm actually facing the incline bench and then i'm rowing it up to the top of the uh, the where my chest would be on the incline bench that mm -hmm. way it takes all the stress off my lower off my lower back oh, oh i'm, I'm trying yeah, i'm having trouble rules again no go ahead it, I, from what if my again i yeah thing is um when i used to fucking, i used to uh, wait up for about 15 16 years uh especially for taller people the thing is you gotta fucking, I, this is you guys are gonna fucking jump all over me when i say this but you got to kind of stick out your ass and kind of look look up towards the ceiling when you do it, so you don't fuck up your lower back, especially as a taller person, right? No, no, your back as straight as possible. Oh, that's so, exactly yeah. what I do. I uh, I bend my knee slightly, uh, 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 bend over, keeping my butt out, and and do it like that. Uh, and like you said, keeping your back straight and looking up is is really uh, helpful for the form. I wouldn't look up personally because that puts your cervical spine in a, in a pretty precarious situation. I would look neutral personally, but I, I, okay. Yeah, I guess, I guess you, that's you, where you're I'm right. Yeah. 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 Generally I'm how looking to... more like, so if you think about it for like a, just a normal kind of bent over row, I'm almost looking to where like the wall and the floor meet hmm. kind of that mm -hmm. general. Direction. Okay, that's that's interesting you say that because I've always I've always tried to look straight ahead. Um, I was afraid that if I looked down, it might uh, might affect my uh, um, form. Also, keep in mind oh, I have a mirror. Fuck up your back, dude. Uh, um, also, keep in mind I fuck up your back. Right? Okay, well, yeah, that too. But I was just you know, messing up my form would fuck up my back. So I guess that's what I meant. Uh, I do have a mirror in my workout room. Uh, a whole bunch of like those one by one foot by one foot mirror squares I put together. So I, that is useful for me making sure that I'm keeping everything where it should be. Well, and if you ever want to check your actual form on anything like that to make sure that your back's in a good position. Have someone take like a dowel or even like a yardstick or something like that. And once you're in position, have them put that up against your back and there should be three points of contact. It should be the back of your head. It should basically be pretty much right between your shoulder blades and it should be your ass. Okay, I'm sure, my, sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure my wife will enjoy yeah, I, doing that. <laughs> I, I, got, I got a better way to check. I can, I can, you can fly me over to Detroit, and I'll hold on to your hips real tight while I'm behind you. And there's a, there's a certain way I can, I can figure out if it's good or not. <laughs> a little to your left, a little to your left. <laughs> yeah, he'll do the uh, the famous PJ hip thruster. Yeah, the PJ, oh, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so, so, hey, PJ, you said that you, you fucked up your back by doing an incline press? How in the f I've never heard that in my life. No, dude. no, no. Uh, I said I, I, I said I was afraid that I might have uh, given myself a hernia doing an incline press. Not because I How? felt like I did How? it. I, I, not, well, I'm 
probably not. It's just that that was the only thing that I changed up recently when I got the injury. Um, and the injury might have been there the entire time. Uh, I, I have no clue. But that was the only thing that I did different, so I was a little concerned. So I was really happy when uh, Dalton told me that the incline press does not put additional danger in there. Did you have the right amount of weight on each side, or what? Did you, like, are you sure you had the right amount of weight, or what? Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. trying to do work like Oh, no, no. I, I never tried. Uh, at the time, I was doing uh, five sets of five of everything. And uh, so I was moving fairly heavyweight for me, but nothing ridiculous. Uh, uh, and when I had moved to incline presses, I'd actually dropped the weight down quite a bit uh, because it's a, a harder uh, lift. Yeah, really all that happens, like anytime that you're getting injured, all you're doing is you got lazy at some point in the set and you're not paying attention to the bracing. Right, yeah. I, Either that I or just too much break. weight as well, right? Well, or yeah, then your form is going to break down too. But yeah. right, generally right. where you end up getting hurt, it generally isn't from too much weight. It's when you stop paying attention to the form and then everything just goes to shit. Have you ever hurt yourself pretty bad? From lifting, no. So, like, the worst I've gotten hurt was from jujitsu. That's where I threw my back out. Ended up with... So, in total, the last, like, four or five years... I've had four herniated discs, which is fucking uh, wonderful. Wow. Yeah, I've never dealt with anything like that. That guys, sounds horrible. That's uh, not fun. Do you guys have to do? Do you guys have to do surgeries at all, Ryan or uh, Penner or no? So with yeah, Ryan, no, I... like all I did was so I went and I got uh, like the Regenekine therapy and like the uh, platelet-rich plasma injections and like stuff like that. I did. A, did basically everything you can do outside of surgery because everyone I hear that gets surgery, they end up getting fucked up like for the rest of their lives. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a what risk. You, it's a risk. Yeah. What about you, Tanner? Yeah, I had uh, I had I've had three or four herniations, but the last one I had it blew out. It really blew out the L3, L4, and it's um it's it basically impinged the uh, the sciatic at the l3 l4 so it shut my right quad down my right quad completely atrophied uh i'd go to step step on my right leg and i just fall right down because there was nothing there so i had a laminectomy discectomy where they cut the the disc away and they cut the, the bone away and um to try to clear that there um back uh, yeah probably four four years ago i had it jesus christ man i feel oh. way better about my problems that sounds horrible <laughs> Oh shit! I didn't even tell you about the the shoulder surgeries on each shoulder and the, and the knee surgery. <laughs> See, you know, I made through jujitsu tenor or no? A lot, a lot of it, a lot of it's from from. I, I would like to blame jujitsu. It's it's a rough fucking sport, man. But yeah. a lot of it has to do with, you know, I truly believe that my diet sucked i should probably be on an anti-inflammatory diet i should stretch more i should be doing more mobility stuff so you know i would as much as i would like to blame it on on something or someone else truly it all lies with me there's a lot of things that i should be doing for my health that that, that i could have had a, a, a longer mediocre career in jujitsu if i had done that but i just didn't you know and it's funny you mentioned you have that. any pro fight oh, just one more question for tenor go ahead sir no, if you don't mind. All right, okay, because Ryan, you said that you uh, fought competitively. Tenor, have you as well? Like, have you fought pro at all or just amateur fights or what? No, I never fought AMI or pro MMA. I was uh, okay. I, I was a strictly BJJ and submission wrestling guy. 
Hmm. Okay, got it. See, it's Sorry, funny you guys all, that's all right, you're fine. Uh, it's funny you guys all talk about these injuries. Uh, I made jokes about this when I first started working out, and but I think it's actually kind of true. In a certain way, me being a lazy, do-nothing asshole has benefited me because I don't have all these problems that you guys have. I mean, I don't, I mean, I've got like little hernia issues and things like that, but I don't have blown out shoulders or all these back problems. And so hopefully is, you know, now that I'm getting into my workout career, which I've been doing for years, but not effectively, obviously, um, I don't have these problems and I, and I and jokes aside i feel fucking blessed because uh, it's horrible i you know you guys talking about all these injuries that make it harder for you to work out and you're still pushing through it and i'm feeling like an asshole because i'm whining about doing it with no injuries well you know what jay i have two eyes and two kidneys how about that <laughs> it's not a competition sir <laughs> yeah but, yeah, but like, like, like i was just saying no like I was just saying, a lot of a lot of my issues really could have been avoided with better self care. You know, I I, I have, just will not give or put the responsibility on anybody else but myself. There's a lot of things I could have been doing that I that I'm trying to do now. Like when uh, I've mentioned it before, and I know Ryan mentioned the the Kelly Starrett, uh Supple Leopard book. There's a lot of stuff in there that has helped me tremendously in the in the six or eight months I've had that book, and I could have been doing it all along. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah, I didn't even know what a foam roller was until I was like 33. So, dude, I, I tell you what, up. a lacrosse ball has saved my my well being in the last six or eight months. I mean, I love the lacrosse ball. Oh, those things I, are a fucking godsend. I still need yep. to get one of those. I know uh, Ryan told me about it a week or two ago, but for uh, working on my foot problems, actually. That shit will yep. fix your feet. Hey, hey Ryan, sorry. Just I, I, I just want to go back to a subject. So, did you do like uh, was it like a stem cell uh, equivalent, like with your back and stuff like that, or what exactly did you do? I, yeah, I, know, so uh, I did. I did one with actual stem cell therapy. That was that sucked because insurance doesn't cover it. So that cost right. me like twelve grand to do that shit. Oh, yeah. Um, other than that, yep. I did a bunch of uh, the PRP injections. At least those were covered. Um, so I did that, did a bunch of like therapy for a while there. I was rotating weekly where I would either go do cryotherapy, sports massage, acupuncture, or a chiropractor. So I just kind okay, of cycled stem, throughout the month. Did the stem cell work though, or did, did, did that work or did, did it help or? Oh, it absolutely helped. Like I'm back to this point where I would say I'm probably, I'd say I'm probably like 85%. Which, wow. If you think about it, having like three or four herniated discs, like I, I was at zero percent for a while. God, that's so. So, Ryan, uh, you you talked about PRP. Is that is that what they do when they take your own blood and they spin it and separate it and then inject it back into you? Yeah, that's basically where they turn basically like your own blood into an anti-inflammatory. Like, right? That's that's good shit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and that was covered by your insurance. I talked him into it. Um, so luckily oh, I work right. in the insurance industry, so I know how to talk to these people, but it came down to a discussion with the person that was going to either approve or deny it. And I was like, Hey, here's the deal. Either you can, you know, prove this treatment. That's going to cost you like five, 10 grand, you know, like over time, or I can go in and I can end up getting like a ridiculous spinal fusion. That's going to cost you a million dollars. Like which way are we going to go here? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, appealing to their money is always a good way to go. Right. And I, I told them, like, I, 
either I'm doing this or I will schedule surgery tomorrow and you're going to pay out your ass. Right. Oh, not to change the subject, I'm looking on Amazon. There's something called LAX Stars, Stars Lacrosse Balls Massage Ball Therapy. Would that be something to get or should I just get something that says lacrosse ball? Just get something that says lacrosse ball because you're probably going to end up spending more for all those extra words. Oh, well, this yeah, one's 10 bucks a tennis balls. ball for fuck's sakes. Yeah. Uh, it's I'll not hard enough. Lacrosse ball is much better. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, oh, for him to start out, for him to start start out, I mean, right, something, right? Oh, it's not something you need to step into, like a lacrosse ball. You start there, you finish there. Okay, they all seem okay. to, they seem to be about the same price as all the rest of them, so I guess that doesn't make much difference. Cool. Uh, yeah, it says signature lacrosse premium lacrosse ball. Because <laughs> you, know, you don't want to get those, you don't want to get those cheap lacrosse balls. You want the premium ones. Well, yeah, it'll be ribbed for her pleasure. All right, buy now, <laughs> buy now. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give you guys a little tip here. Uh, something I've noticed on Amazon. Uh, oh, I got a little tip for you, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> for for any of you that have been ordering off of Amazon, I'm sure you've noticed that there's been long delays in a lot of your deliveries. Um, and I thought that's just the way it was. However, I did notice that after you go after you make your order. Go to review or edit your order. You'll see some uh, tab on there that says change shipping speed. Like I just ordered this. It says arrive, arriving Wednesday, May 6th by 9 p.m. I'm going to hit change shipping speed. It's going to come up to where it says one one business day, one ship free day, one day shipping. I'm going to hit confirm. Come on now. And now it says it's going to be here by Saturday. So there's a little tip from your Uncle Jay. You yep. can still get stuff fast from Amazon, but you have to request it. Ah, no shit. And it doesn't work on no, everything. I it doesn't. <laughs> yes. Now it doesn't work on everything, but a, <laughs> but a lot of things they will let you move back to the couple day delivery. They're trying to make people accept like two or three week deliveries. Uh, but when in reality, your Amazon Prime thing guarantees guarantees next day of delivery, and they have nomenclature to get out of that. But that's why I think they're letting you actually change the shipping speed if you know the routine for it. Look at you bucking the system. That's right. And if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> well, look at that. We made it to an entire hour. You guys, anything you, you guys have anything you want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, nah. Fuck no. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> as, as always, I'd like to thank Ryan uh, for being the awesome co-host that he is. I, I want to thank Tenor and Grad for calling in. You guys are always great. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up in the chat box. You guys are the reason we do the show. Without you guys, there is no show. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to do this shit all over again. Ryan, you got anything? Fuck all y'all. Well, that's good enough. You guys have a great night. We'll see everyone tomorrow. All right. Peace. See you guys. Ciao. Fine, I'll do it. Screw you, hippie.